0: Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women Podcast, we dive into whether or not women want to be approached. Here's a little sneak peek. They do. We do. I don't know why they I called us they, but I did. Anyway, we have Clancy on the show today, who is young and hot and a matchmaker. And we have Kristen in the studio and myself, a whole bunch of women, but I promise we don't get too estrogeny for you. Uh, But we talk about whether or not women want to be approached, and you'll be very surprised by some of the responses. Stay tuned. Hey, you. This is Marnie, and thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars just because. (laughs)
1: Hey guys, welcome to Ask Women. I'm Kristen Carney. Now you say it. I was literally Ask just going to say, now that we're not doing the sh- radio, now Lock we're... that dash, please. Yeah. I'm Kristen. You guys know me. We're here with Marnie Kinross. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. You heard her say the F-bomb already. Yes. And we're- It's going to be a good show. <laughs> Great show. But,
0: but Kristen might die during the recording. Yes. Her chair is
1: wonky and broken. The setup that we're in right now. <laughs> we're at a professional studio. It's just... Like really legit. Yeah, super legit. And I'm sitting... But broken. Backwards in a chair with my legs, like I'm in a 1990s sitcom. Right. Like my legs, like, you know, going forward, like I'm a teenager in high school. Yeah. Like talking to the girls. Like Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Literally like Uncle Jesse. And um, we are sharing a mic with um, our guest.
0: Yeah. But this is very legit. We're at iHeartRadio. That's Mm -hmm. very legit. Super legit.
1: Yes. Well, anyway, so we have Clancy
0: on our show today. Clancy, by
1: the way, love that name.
0: Yeah. Love her outfit, love her hair. Everything's pretty. This guy, really good.
1: This guy from my town, his name is Clancy Connors. I thought he had the coolest name in the world. Yeah, and then his sister's Casey Connors. I used her name. She used to babysit me. I used her name as uh, as uh in my screenplay. She was like the that was the name of my lead character. Oh, really? But I really would love to use Clancy. Well, you should for your.
0: Is next that your real name? It. Yeah, it is real name
1: that's very very cool yeah. well the thing is is that people
0: listening may or may not have gotten to her here at Clancy before she was on our podcast before but then the stupid place that we recorded at before lost a lot of our shows anyway she delivered amazing did that show not go up I don't know now. I think one long, of them did but she was ago. in. she was there for two
1: shows oh damn
0: it was a really good show that when we were talking about like connection and chemistry and we had a whole bunch like a round
1: table of women those are all the shows to me in my brain but that? What do you mean? Yeah, that's the. Oh, that is the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah.
0: No, it never went up, and wow. these people will never get to hear that it was a
1: fantastic show.
0: Anyway, Clancy is here. She is. Uh, she works for a matchmaking company, so she is a matchmaker. And matchmaker, matchmaker,
1: yeah. make me. But it's a really match- interesting.
0: She was telling me about being a matchmaker, and it's very fascinating on how she makes the matches. I always say whenever people ask me, "Do you know matchmaker?" I'll say like, mm, "Not really," because I always think they have a, a collection of ten people that they're pulling from, and just be like, "Oh, eh, these people match together because we have no other options." Clancy was saying they have like seventeen thousand people in their database, and actually, just in Los Angeles, just in Los Angeles, that's crazy. So yeah, so why don't you talk about matchmaking for a second, and then yeah. we're gonna get to the topic that I want to discuss today, which is do women want to be approached? But yeah. let's talk about matchmaking.
2: Yeah, so we have about seventy thousand people in our free database in LA, about sixty thousand nationwide. We're in nine cities, that's crazy. so you have the paid option where I have clients who pay me, and I promise them matches. And I go out and find what they're looking for. But if you're in our database or just in the world, I'm ruthless. Like I will approach you and run across the street to find you. Um, But if you're just in the database and you're a good match for my client, you get to be matched up for free. And all of the exclusive relationships I have had that are successful relationships – one of the people has been free, so they basically got really? yeah they, they got free love, got
0: free love. That's pretty like amazing. it should be right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's true. Well, who who are the people that use this kind of service? Because you know, before we started the show, mm-hmm. we had to wait forty five minutes for to finish her <laughs> other show. We had a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. you, you were talking about like where you meet these people and then mm-hmm. who the people are that you work with. Because I just want yeah. people to understand like what matchmaking is and how they can use it as a free resource and a non-free resource
1: yeah so i meet people a lot at- also just take away the stigma of it because someone like me I think it's all just like weirdos using the service
2: right I know when I first started I thought that too but honestly all of the people I work with are super cool but the reason they have to use a matchmaker is because they're incredibly busy and that means they're incredibly successful Um, so they just don't have time to go out and meet people and if they did have time to go to a bar the people that they want to meet sometimes aren't at those places so when I find either matches or clients I like to go to places that. So this means you going out
0: to find other people to Mm -hmm. put into the free database. So where do you go to? So
2: I'll go to like networking events that I feel like my clients would want to be at anyways if they're at their highest self and they're really enjoying their life, what those locations would be. So I go to bar association events. I go to art auctions, a lot of networking events, tech events. I go to a monthly poker game with a bunch of tech startups Super cool, yeah. So go to places that aren't singles events, right? But you have common interest, and then you can just approach people. I do it a little more obviously. I literally walk up and ask, if right? Because single, you have nothing to lose, because I am not asking for myself. plus I
1: right. am very nosy. They're probably super disappointed because they <laughs> think you're approaching to be like, "Hey, are you single?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then you're like, "I have the service," and they're like, uh Yeah. Exactly. And then you show them like probably some pretty girls, but they're like, "But I wanted to go out with you."
2: Right? Exactly. I have they a fake wedding,
1: morning, so well, right. See, that's yeah. smart. That's I usually very smart.
2: wear that because it's just, it just disqualifies those questions.
1: Any gay dude's going to be like, I know that's a cubic zirconium. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: It was $9 at
0: Target. (laughs) But here's here's the interesting thing that you're sharing as well, Mm -hmm. is that you're telling people other places that they can go to meet other individuals. It doesn't have to be a bar. It doesn't have to be online. It can be a matchmaking service, which is wonderful. But... It can also be all of these places that you've listed mm-hmm. by deciding where do I like to go to, where would my ideal self like mm-hmm. to go to? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about escape rooms before yes! uh, the show, is- and you're in a room with someone,
1: a stranger, for an hour. Yeah, the weirdest thing is I cannot escape escape rooms right now. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing. I met a dude. He we were chit chatting, and he was like, "Do you want to go to an escape room?" And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, so what is that?" I had right no idea now. what that was. And then the last time I was here with Stevie for my other podcast. Um, KT, who was our guest, he was like, Have you guys ever been to an escape room? I know. It's like really popular. And right now, now you guys brought up escape room.
0: Somebody brought it up at Planet Fitness. This is what? my new Weird. gym that I'm going to. but yeah, Oh,
1: by the way, there's a new Equinox.
0: Oh, I know. I already joined it.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not up and running yet, but when oh, it, it is, it's now be open. There.
1: It said now open. No, there oh. are sales offices. Open. Oh, Don't worry i I
0: walk by it. I'm like, This is five blocks from my house. I'm well sure. Perfect. Bitches. Fantastic. Oh. Anyway, the point is <laughs> of places to go meet people are all of those places that you just listed. And then now before we get to talking about our topic that yes. we're going to discuss I just want you to say the company that you work for in case people who are listening do want to be a part of that free database.
2: Yeah yeah so it's called 3day rule so you okay. can just look us up at www3 Rule. No one uh, says www. W- say
1: w- w- w-
0: yeah we know it's www. Right? W- and it's hard
1: to say too it's like www. W- just maybe that's
0: why people say cuz they like oh no, it's gonna me time to think about what the rest of it is. Sure. <laughs> <It's
1: true. laughs> well also like when I use my email and they're like what's your email I always say gmail and then I feel like are they going to get it wrong if I right. don't say dot .com? <laughs> right, exactly. So I'll always say dot .com, just yeah. in case, but right. obviously, whatever. People know how to use it
0: already. Anyway, I do it too. Okay, but now I want to talk about, and I think you're the perfect person to talk about this with, I want to talk about whether or not women want to be approached. because there's a comp- How desperate are they?
1: Because right. I'm <laughs> the in the desperate the zone men. right now. So I'm like totally into being approached right now. Before, when I was in a relationship, you would always bring up the gym. Should you approach someone at the gym? And I would always say no. But now that I'm single and desperate, I'm like, there are dudes at the gym. I'm like, why are you not approaching me? Right. And it's... no one has approached me. No one. Well, I'm sure. I'm not giving off the vibe, probably, but also I look horrified. No, but
0: I'm sure the reason they don't approach you is because they are told not to approach women at the gym. Yeah. So you are saying now you're switching this. I'm going to go back and erase everything. Like single I episode cut a hole
1: into my yoga pants in the vagina. Why are you not approaching Yeah, why are you not me? approaching me? Like this, me. it can't get more obvious than this.
0: <laughs> but that's the thing. So, it's okay, so now. you're saying that yes,
1: you would want to be approached. But, but again, because I'm kind of desperate.
0: But let's say you weren't kind of desperate, but you were kind of single. I don't know. I'd be like, eh, okay. I, w- but- I would want
2: to. I'm not desperate, but I am single. I would want to. I would want to do it in a way, don't approach me while I'm actually working out to be okay. like, oh,
1: you need help with your form. Yeah. No,
2: I don't need help with my form.
1: Yes. Stop. If you do approach the gym, do not do it like that. Okay. So, what, how you do you kind do it? of. You, when the person's switching machines, you go up to them and you say, hey, how's it going? Let's say you're in the middle of a set. Do you just like drop everything? Go you wait till they're her? done with their set. Okay. And then you go say, hey, or okay. you wait until she's going to go like refill her water bottle at the. What if she's wa- doing like a marathon on the, tr- uh, the treadmill,
0: like thrashing it for <laughs> an hour and a half? You can what like, do you,
1: do? you what you do at that point is you like give her eyes so she knows that you're aware of her. And then once she you wait through that marathon, once she steps off, then you go say hey. Okay. So it's like a big
2: investment. I'm a big and maybe I'm like super old school or don't know. I'm a big fan of notes. Like if you gotta go, it's actually worked before. She's twenty
0: four. Yeah, and hand it's handwritten not, notes. They're just. I mean not like check like, oh, yes or no. Write-
2: <laughs> But like it's worked at cafes before, because then you're not interrupting someone in a conversation, you're not like invading their zone, but you okay. can still say, "Hey, you look awesome. Here's my number. If you want to get together,
0: if not, throw so you're okay away. with a guy giving you his number, yeah, 100%, and you will call. You're very confident. Yeah, I love approaching men. But would you say most
1: people? I think most people would text. Oh, you need them. Well, no, sorry, I just remembered something. I did kind of do a note thing. It wasn't a note, note, but I, I haven't mentioned this yet because we didn't tape for a long time. I am so sad. I went super balls to the wall risky. So I was on a date with a guy that like I was like not super into. And I saw this other guy that I was just instantly drawn to. And I kept looking at him from across the bar because he looked like someone I knew. And I was just like, oh, my God, I could not stop looking at him. And so I was sitting next to these two gay dudes and they were kind of my my boys because we had like chit chatted already. So when my date started to talk someone else because he knew someone who worked there. Right. I like leaned over the gay dudes and I was like, hey. Okay, I'm on a date, but I'm not into it, and I really want to give this guy across the bar my number. Really? Yeah, and he was like, girl, I got you. And so I gave him my number. He went over, and I go, like, like, you know, discreet, because obviously I don't want, like, my date to know. And so he went over, talked to the dude, gave him my number. Um, The guy kind of looked at me after, and I got a little shy and kind of looked away. He never wrote to me or never called or anything. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was super, super disappointed. Wait, Dave is signaling something. That is a bad idea. Because here's here's the thing.
0: He's think it's a bad idea.
1: If you pass it over, if if you're on a date and you pass that over, that guy immediately his first thought is she would do that to me. Right. So it's although although it's super forward. But let's
0: say let's reverse it to the other side because the, the the audience that's listening mainly is men. For the women mm-hmm. who are listening, that that's good advice to them. Yeah. But like, let's say. Let's say it was a guy. Forget about him, about him being on a date. Yeah, uh, is if, that
1: okay if a guy? If a guy, his guy writes these notes,
0: yeah, it's we're at, to yeah. a non-confident woman or maybe more judgmentally, you are in the matchmaking business it's true. you know how difficult it is so it's very I don't different see
2: what's wrong for women to text you get you made the first move it's not like you're i'm pursuing you well, would you say most
0: of your friends would be as open to that most of your friends who don't do what you do who aren't as assertive as you you like run across the street to no. go tell somebody you have a match for them that that's depends. very they... different than most women they would come ask
2: for advice, so then I would just tell them. I don't know, because most of my friends, I tell them what to do in
0: dating. So. Okay. But, which means that they're not doing these things on their own. It's true. I will say a lot of
1: women would, would not would like the note.
0: Would you not text?
1: Note. A lot of women wouldn't. Wouldn't r- like the note. Like the note. D- but depending on what the note said. Did Dave say, so everyone listening, my headphones are so he's saying
0: working. he's saying as... A woman—that's like a bad idea for you to pass your number while you are on a date, because he can see that, and then he can think like, "Oh, well, you are
1: like right." That's what I thought, but to be honest, I believe me—that crossed my mind. But the reason I did was because I was so into that guy that I was like, "I don't even care." Like if there is no, no, he's
0: saying that's why he didn't contact. Oh, I
1: know, but to me, I took the risk because I was like, "I am so," and I wish I could have explained that to him. Like I am not this like trashy hoe. I just genuinely write that in the letter. I'm
0: not a trashy hoe. If I just thought he was like
1: a cute dude, I would have never. But because my brother, not into that guy. Yeah. But like, you know, I, the guy had said, well, she can't come up to you because she's on a date. So clearly like it didn't look good to that guy. But again, I was totally willing to take, take that risk. Which I
0: think is great. But
1: that meant that, you know, I really would have liked him. I know I would have. So it's like, if it was just a cute dude, I wouldn't have, and I'm on a date, I wouldn't have passed my number, but I was so drawn to him. Right. That it was a special circumstance. So guys listening, that if a girl does do that, it is probably a special circumstance. and She's not a dirty hoe. That's just like, here's my number. Here's my number. Here's my number. Think it might be a special circumstance. Right. Exactly. Okay. So that's a good note for for guys who are getting notes. For guys who are going to be giving notes, what
0: has to go with the note giving in order for it to be well received? Like, so paint a picture of a guy writing you a note. At least (laughs)
1: $1,000.
0: I
2: mean, it needs to not be like, hey, you're high. Give me a a ring or whatever. Do people say that? Give me a ring.
0: (laughs) But you have to like establish eye contact before. Like for you, do you think that's cute or be open to it? Yeah. So it it happened and it totally worked. Okay, So it was at a cafe, but I was with my
2: mom and sister. Like we were having a time. Like I wouldn't have liked it if he'd approached. I made eye contact with him a couple times in line. And then before he left, he just handed me a note and was like, hey, I just wanted to give this to you. Walked and ran off. Out of there? Yeah. Well I mean just walked off casually. My mom was in love with it. Um but yeah, just said, Hey, I saw you. You look really great. Like I love your energy with whoever you're with. I'd I'd love to grab coffee sometimes. She said love that, that
0: many times. And it was okay. No, I say that too. Yeah. I okay. mean it wasn't weird. Okay. Yeah, it's not like I love you. it's not like I love you. Right no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm fine with that as well. I just wanna like just yeah. for some guys were like, uh, I don't know if I would say that. <laughs> Whole studio, this this whole, <laughs> you just did stage what i think just you my mic i yeah. just ripped broke, the mic, mic
1: off of this She really wanted to say something <laughs> i that feel is... like i'm holding it now like i should be singing in like a concert i'm like and uh like anyway um i don't know what i was gonna say now well have either of you Sorry.
0: ever been approached been approached randomly by somebody and this could be the guy that did this and then you actually went out with him afterwards So like did you follow up and call this guy or do you just thought it was a cute approach?
2: No, I actually was in a relationship. I still texted him though, but because I just wanted to follow up with him and I also wasn't really into the relationship and right. it was ending. Just text him was like, hey, I'm in a relationship. I really appreciate you coming up, blah, blah, blah. And then somehow he saved my number. A couple months later, I was at the same cafe and saw him and he texted again and was like, hey, I saw you again. Like something about smoothies and it actually did end up working. We saw each other
0: again. I didn't love it. I wasn't into it, but we went right. out. Oh, you did go out, yeah. We did. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's a great way to open a door. Yeah. What are what are other ways to approach people? Like, let's say you are walking down the street. Have you had this happen where a guy just comes up to you and then successfully was able to get you to go out? Or I haven't done. Hang it hasn't been him? successful. It's happened. It hasn't been successful. So why hasn't it been successful? Because because what?
2: I honestly think, and this isn't guy's fault. I, I honestly think. Guys have it hard because women are so used to catcalling that if you're on the street and you're approached, like it's automatically, it's it's unnerving. At least to me, like I just don't love it. I've done, I've had it done like lines at a coffee shop where you're kind of in the same space for a little bit, or at a grocery store, or I've had someone like after the gym walk up and be like, "Hey, like I just want to let you know you're really beautiful" or whatever. But it's not aggressive. But if you're walking on the street. It, it's it just a unsafe. little too. it's yeah, it's like you've seen me for two seconds, you don't know anything about
0: like okay, you know so explain that more. So you're saying at these other places, you're it's not just about like how you look, exactly. Even though they haven't talked to you yet, but yeah, they're getting more, or at least you're assuming they're getting more information about.
2: Yeah, it. so it feels like you, you've had a little bit of time to establish an interest, and it's not solely based on the two seconds you saw when you walked
0: behind me and saw my ass. Like, come on. Right. So, but what does that say to you? If that, if like, okay, he's walking behind you and he sees your your face, which is very pretty, yeah, and then he wants to approach you. Why is that horrible? That
2: it's not horrible, and that's the thing is, that I feel kind of bad for guys because it's not horrible. It's just that's a. Most women I know, that's the gut reaction is it's a turn off because you're only interested in the way I look, and women are so, often times so sensitive to that that it needs to have a little bit more established. If they're very time. attractive,
0: they're sensitive to that. It's true. If they're not very attractive, they're like, oh, you're looking at my ass, and now you want to ask me out. Great, <laughs> let's, that's true. Let's that's go true. Out. That's but actually a really good point. But so, like, what? So maybe describe that a little bit more. So maybe there are other women who would be flattered by that, yeah, and more open to it. So if somebody has a big ass and they're unattractive... <laughs> I mean, it sounds really on the street.
2: I no, think but- you could, though. I honestly think that's a really good point. I think if you go up to them and say, like, "You're stunning," I just have to tell you that, but not ask for anything in return. I think don't have expectations as to what that compliment's going to get you. Okay, and wait for them to say, "Oh my gosh, thank you so
0: much!" Like, what's your name?
1: And then you can start. And talking. then you can, you can start, start talking, talking. Yeah. because they don't
0: have it happen to them as often.
1: I've had that like, not often, but I've had a couple people like approach me and just say, "I just want to tell ass. you, I think you're beautiful." Yeah, and then they don't ask for anything. And that so, guy at the
0: grocery store with you, remember? You would tell this story about some guy at the grocery store. I was probably lying. Stalling. No oh. one talked to me. What?
1: Maybe. I I forget. It was like a Maybe. long time ago. Maybe it was you then. Oh, I don't know. Well, I was I know grocery the, stores like are I was great in a mall. Place. It happened. I was out to eat um, with my mom. We were on like this like ship. We were in Maine, and this guy. It was I saw him looking at me, and it was just super sweet. And my mom was like, "Oh my god!" He just walked up, and he was leaving. He's like, "I just have to tell you, the prettiest girl I've seen." Like ever in my life or something really? like that. And I was like, number one, you're lying. Number two, but my, but and then he just kept walking away and he was dressed really nicely. He was in a suit. He had like really nice shoes and stuff. And my mom's like, oh, like, yeah. Um, okay, but so that doesn't like feel that. like pressure. So I like that. But if he said, what's your number, it would have been like, "Oh, I don't, you know, but what,
0: what, what is the, uh? like, what is, what is that? I don't know
1: if I want to give it to you yet. And that's the problem is that it's such a quick exchange when you're doing it like that that it doesn't give the woman time to assess, do I feel safe giving him my number? So what do you need? Is he someone I would actually... What would you need? Like More time. You, but how but much time? It, how, it's like, how would he do that? Come sit and eat with my mom and I? Maybe. You know, like start eating off my plate? Well, I will
0: tell you, uh, my good friend Martine met her Martin. husband. Mar- <laughs> Martine met her husband. They were in Mexico. She was there with her family. Uh, her husband was sitting at the bar. He was actually down there by himself. And she and her family were talking about something in Michigan. And he goes, oh, you guys are from Michigan? And he started chatting to them from So you the must bar. love people named Martine. Right. Clearly. <laughs> but then they found out that they knew a lot of the same people. They started chatting about it and about sports and stuff. Anyway, like he ended up going and having dessert with their family. So, so that that is a possibility that yeah. you, could, you could establish more of a rapport with those people. But for some people who only have a short period of time, like if they are at the grocery store or are at the gym – how how do they establish that safety and that trust in a short period of time?
2: I mean, that's really tough because yeah. it's you can't just say, like he said, like, like she said, it's attractive when you say it without expectations, but then you don't get that my
0: works. number right. and I want you to. And what's right, the point exactly. of saying it, yeah. 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 So then you're, okay, so it could be a one-minute interaction and that could provide... Some sort of safety if you have a connection during that point, right? Yeah,
2: I think like the thing you said about Michigan, it's it's that point of reference and that point of contact that automatically makes them feel a little bit safer. But how do you get that? You ask when if you you're go you're to a, Michigan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just ask every woman if they're from Michigan. Yeah. Um, but how do you get that when your starting line is like just let you know like you're stunning or you're the most beautiful woman I've seen and I'm lying to your face, but you're the right. most beautiful woman I've seen. I think the key is what her reaction is. If she's like kind of shut off like, oh, thanks and turns around and keeps walking. Okay. Well, she didn't want to give you her number anyways. Right. But if it's like, thank and you so much. And it's going to take a lot I really, to get that warmth and that exactly. safety there. And I think that's on women too to say, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. What's your name? And I know a lot of women don't do that. No, but even if they that. say, maybe I'm super aggressive.
0: I, I would say you're that. Just very <laughs> you're a matchmaker. And you you're know a what matchmaker. you're doing. It's different. So, it's same thing with me. I have my newly single girlfriend, and whenever we go out, people start talking to me. And she's like, everybody just sees you. And I say, I see them first. And I smile at them first. Right. And I start conversations. But she doesn't see any of that. She just sees that people will be engaging in conversation with me and wanting to continue a conversation with me. So it's kind of the same thing for you. You know, you're more comfortable. You're more confident. More, most people are not like that. They're not providing that many opportunities for other people to feel safe and comfortable with them.
1: Which I actually smart, is a good
0: point because yeah. we're saying what you can do yeah. is pro- to provide a little bit of that safety. Mm-hmm. So what else? Like, is there... I wonder if there's like a standard question that guys can ask. I
1: know, because even something like, what's your name? Seems a little... I don't know why. What's your it's name? such a simple... It's not... It's like, because it's not necessary right now. Are you like writing down... Um, <laughs> like you're looking me up. right right exactly
0: well that's why i do think that osa which is my method for starting mm-hmm. conversation i don't know if we've talked about this but osa is um it's a great way to break into conversation with women when you have a limited amount of time mm-hmm. or even if you have a long period of time it's a mm-hmm. great way to start a conversation it's observe share and ask so the observation mm-hmm. is you know you're absolutely stunning i saw you from mm-hmm. over there and i want to come over and say hi the share is expanding on that observation mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you want to share at that point, I mean, it doesn't even have to be connected to that mm-hmm. observation. It can be, you know, what I've I've been walking down the street every day this week, haven't seen a single person that caught my attention, but for some reason you just popped out at me because of that of that beautiful weird uh, red dress that you're wearing. Or Whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's like an expansion on definitely you not and your, your face, day. just the dress. <laughs> but whatever I would have looked away
1: if it weren't for your nice right. dress, to be of an ugly.
0: Right, and then. You ask, yeah. you open it up with a like, "Where did you get that dress?" Or not that, that it's saying you know you want to yeah. get that dress as well, but it, it can <laughs> it can it it has people drop their guards a little bit. Yeah. So it's not like, "Hey, you're hot. What's your number? Mm-hmm. Let's bang." Like it's so it doesn't mm-hmm. feel as invasive for another human being. So that can be yeah a, a more helpful way to start the conversation. Unless there is a natural progression of the conversation because the other woman, the woman is chatty mm-hmm. and she can help contribute to helping facilitate great conversation but so what you're saying to me is that you guys are both open now to being approached except for randomly approached on the street because you're both very attractive women but anywhere else you would be approached like let's say you were at dinner with one of your best friends or a few of your like best friends and some guy came up
1: to you at dinner would you shoo him away would you be open to that it just depends on who the guy is okay but let's
0: say he was somebody that you found attractive
1: yeah, I would want him to talk to me. And it's, like, funny because I think most girls would say, oh, well, you know, I'm with my girlfriends. It's girlfriend night. No, it's girlfriend night because you don't find the dude attractive. Right. If you were into the dude, be like, hi, and then, like, find a way to kind of work it into to everyone else's...
2: No, I totally agree. And there's so many times that I feel like guys miss out on opportunities yeah. that I am like, I'm I'm making eye contact, or I'm like, I, I'm opening the door for you, but I'm also not stepping through that door for you, right? But I want you to come up again if they're attra- if I'm attracted to them. Well, I so, do. T- so
0: you probably watch other women do this as well. So, mm-hmm. what are these signs that are before the conversation starts? Yeah. What does it look like? Because I know that a lot of the things that women do beforehand are quite subtle, yes. and can be confusing because sometimes. If you're looking at a guy and he looks back at you, you look away quickly. Yes. So, so can you even the most confident that? woman
2: in the world does that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, eye contact is number one. But again, like you said, that's that's like a spectrum of how confident are you in being in that, life, in life. Yeah, in life, and even in dating or, or or being quote unquote the pursuer. Which even if you're making eye contact, you're not the pursuer. But eye contact is number one. If they're making eye contact, that's a green light to at least say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, and on- even if they look away. Even if they look away, yeah. If if they're and I know sometimes you accidentally make eye contact with the same person five times, but take that as a green light. It, right, you just be like, stop hi. looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the way that you break into conversation. I think
1: that's why the guy at the bar wrote to me because I kept like staring at him, and he's like, "This psycho bitch." <laughs> yeah, on this goes crazy. Yeah, but I was. It was like I would look away, but I was almost not looking away due to pure fascination. Like I couldn't believe how similar he looked to this person that I knew, and i liked that person before, and so. Yeah, it definitely came across as crazy, crazy town.
2: <laughs> and, like, if you, if I smile at you or even just, like, a little bit of a smirk and you don't talk to me, it actually, it frustrates me. And yeah. I know, like, that's so annoying. It so frustrates me. That takes a lot of courage to, like, give that little vibe out and then mm-hmm. you don't
1: step into it. It's I mean, vulnerable. It's totally vulnerable. Every guy listening is like, yes, that's what we go through every, every single, single day. day. Mm-hmm. I know. But it's true. And it does, you know, like, girls do have, you know, egos as well. And, like, that'll happen to me where I feel like the guy should say hi or something, and he didn't. And then I'm like, ooh, what was wrong with me? Right. Well, it's so okay, girls so, will experience that. So Clancy is confident. <laughs> <laughs> confident Clancy. <laughs> confident Clan- Clancy and kill yourself, Carney. But <laughs> do
0: you think, honestly, it is the man's responsibility to approach? And that most often he should do the first approach?
1: I do. Okay. And I'm realizing this as I am dating now a lot um it's part of the attraction process it's not because male female like um i'm a woman and you need to treat me a certain way and i'm you know but it's literally because it's attractive it's it's that taking command and like owning yourself and owning the room that a woman will find attractive do you agree
2: um i don't know if i agree completely i I, get out you're off the show (laughs) give me the mic back um I, I think yes, it's attractive, super hot. All guys out there approach women; it's incredibly hot. However, I don't think it's wrong. I mean, I've made the
1: first move quite a few times. I, I did it with my husband. I, I, I would approach. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I'm not saying I would approach, right? But I find it more attractive if the guy does.
2: Yeah, it's definitely more attractive. But at the same time, I feel like there's again a spectrum of women approaching. So there's yeah. like the eye contact. That's you making the first move. That's that's you initiating. There's a smile. There's walk up kind of near them. I think women are artists. Proximity is huge. Yes. Women are artists. We will be like the little like deer that the lion sees, but we pretend like they don't see us and then we run off and you have to chase us. But mm-hmm. we made the first move. Right. Um. I definitely think even like as cheesy as it is to like slide into DMs, I'll make the first move 100%.
1: Slide into DMs? Yeah. Marnie is an old what lady. What the hell does that mean? She's the, she uh, said it
0: before I pretended I knew what she was talking Oh, my about. God. <laughs> that's awesome. Mar- I have no fucking clue what that means. Marnie,
1: like, doesn't do social media it's, and, like, it's, okay. it's... A direct message. Yeah, and it's, the phrase But what do you slide sli- into DMs? That's DM. just what people say. You slide. I don't know why they say it. It's a but, thing, though. You, you but start... But what does it. that mean you're doing? So it's <laughs> just writing them a message. Yeah. Before I'm like, I tweeted, I'm like, you guys know How you can just like. How would you write just, somebody like, a message
0: you've never met? Oh, if you see them online and you think they're a trend.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Now I'm in the story. Oh, my God. I'm it's true. It's so millennial. Along. But if you have like
2: 20s, early 30s pe- listening. We like, do. It worked. At least two of them. I'm going on a date tonight because he slid
1: into the DMs Wow. Slid
0: into the DMs it sounds so Fuck dirty. that. Well, I do not know. I should not be in this industry the, well, anymore. Dude, I don't know anything.
1: The dude who uh, wrote to me about the escape room. He slid into my DMs. What
0: does that mean? That sounds, so dirty. <laughs> that sounds so dirty. What does that mean? He's sliding into your DMs. He just wrote me
1: a message. He wrote me a message like oh, he doesn't know me and he, he just
0: bypassed the general wall.
1: He literally just saw me on Instagram uses. and then wrote to me
0: how can he dm you if he isn't a friend of yours
1: you can send dms even oh, if you're not a friend can, okay now. yeah so the, it the, might go to your filtered messages but we so the way so it works the worked,
0: last time that i used uh, DMs, 1999 prove each other before you can dm each
1: on what other. on what system on twitter oh, okay no yeah yeah this yeah. is instagram yeah, but usually it up on
0: instagram obviously yeah
1: usually the slide <laughs> into the dms is on instagram Oh, so
0: this is like okay, and so this all makes sense now. Well, why didn't you just speak in these terms, and then I would totally understand
1: what you are talking—old <laughs> people about. terms. Yeah. Um, but the guy I went out with from, twi- from Instagram, I saw him on Bumble. Yeah. And I swiped right. We didn't match, but I thought he was cute, and I was not offended. I thought maybe he hadn't seen me yet or something. And so I followed him on Instagram, and he had like forty five thousand followers. So I just assumed he wouldn't follow me back, and he followed me back, and I was like, oh, and so then like. I wanted to write to him. I wanted to slide into his, his DMs, but I was like, nah, you know, I don't want to be desperate. And so then he slid into mine uh, a couple of days later and then we had like great banter. We ended up going out, but we haven't gone out since. It wasn't as great in person, but well, okay, that was of all of from Instagram.
0: What was the first line that he used when he slid into your DMs?
1: He said, hi, I'm sliding into your DMs. Is that what he no, said? No, no. I can't. He responded to one of my Instagram stories, which okay. I know you don't know what that means either yeah little well,
0: story you told on Instagram
1: no <laughs> see what the you fuck? need to well, go you know on...
0: what maybe you should all get a life so that you're not sliding and doing Marnie stories to pay on Instagram. people to do
1: her Instagram we're not as all social rich media. As I cannot stand it I hate it
0: I, I don't even I don't even go on my personal Facebook to like look at people and my husband does it every single night well then how'd you
1: see it was my birthday the other day
0: i have it on my calendar
1: oh i thought update. it was on your facebook up- no, not oh on my- the
0: truth is i don't even know my password for facebook I so love that's that. why i cannot get in <laughs> to my personal account but honestly i still would is- not reset it just to find
1: out honestly you speaking right now is why i want to be married because <laughs> i want to not worry about any of the stuff since you're married i didn't do
0: this before either before i was married either oh, this is didn't. just okay. me being really fucking
1: cool yeah you are too cool <laughs> for school
0: anyway what did they say to you yeah, I mean, it was the same thing. I think he responded
2: again. It's establishing that connection based on something other than yes. what you look like. So okay. a common interest, like something on your Insta story, which again you don't know what that is, or <laughs> right. commenting on some sort of thing that you you actually did post about. But on every time right. they Are have you from Michigan, I yeah, they follow the story. Like <laughs> to establish some sort of connection, you can have. It's the same thing on apps. Yeah. Like you don't want to say like, Hey, what's up? you have to say something that you've actually looked at who they are and is interested in something other than what they look like. And every time they've actually poked fun at the fact that they're sliding in, which sounds so dirty. But What do they say? Like this, they'll say like... like, this, like-, like- like, what, <laughs> <laughs> what Well, both say? times they've been like, oh, like, I get it. This is me sliding in. But whatever. Like, are you from Michigan? It is that is so funny. I get that I'm just sliding I, in. I'm kind
1: of remembering what he said. Oh, you I had kids. Post- I had posted an Instagram story funny. of a dog um, staring at my dog while I was on a walk. And I wrote, like, Mortal Enemies. Yeah. And he wrote back, like, I wouldn't mess with that dog. But the dog was like a little fluff ball. Like, he was just, you know, so he was clear- right, so he's clearly kidding. on
0: your, But it's only and- going to you.
1: Yeah, it's only going to me, and I was I was very happy it's for others
0: who are not of the
1: era as well. I want to be the translator. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, thank you for con- connecting us to 1842. <laughs> um, and so he commented that was something. It was funny on my story. If he had just said like, "Oh, cute dog," I would have been like, "Oh no!" Right? But because he had a little bit of humor, then I wrote back, "Yeah, he actually." Um, He's like a klepto. He's got like whatever hidden under his fur or something. Like so, we then we just started a banter, and that was all from just sliding into DMs.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I like this. So there. So again, they're pulling from the world that's around them, but that but
1: connects the two of you. I have a lot of people sliding. Not a lot. I'm not saying like I'm amazing, but I do have a lot of people that write to me on Instagram, and I don't respond to everyone. It was like he was the right look and the right. He had a lot of followers, so of right. course I'm gonna respond. No, he had the right really look. Popular. I already was semi-attracted to him, and then he had said something funny. Okay. So it was like, it's got to be the right storm, I guess. Okay. Well, de- depending
0: on who the person is. Yeah. That storm can look very different for other individuals. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, one thing I wanted to comment on before
0: we go to a, like a little break. So my neighbor across the street who's recently divorced, she's gotten back into dating, and she's just now learning the etiquette for all this online stuff. And she was ex- she's very confident, and she was extremely aggressive with men online, and she, she saw negative results. It yeah. Kind of, it turned them off.
1: Well, that one guy, he unmatched me when I when I instantly was like, When are we gonna when are we gonna meet? Like I would kind of got to it quickly because that's what happened the first interaction on Bumble. Yeah. That was I was new and he like just unmatched me when I suggested meeting up. But so this is
0: interesting because I know a lot of men are like, Well, it should be the woman's responsibility and she should be doing this. I'm just telling you that like the feedback I've been getting from a lot of women is that when they do step up in that way where it's more aggressive, maybe not like still subtly being feminine and assertive, if they are taking the lead. Men don't respond, so they actually take a step back. So my friend now is like, now I understand. They have to ask you for their number they or for your number. They have to initiate these things. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm learning. I don't want to be doing these things and waiting for him to do it. But I know that this is how they want to do it, which I, I found really interesting. So, again, I know I've asked you, like, would you would you approach a man but a lot of women who are out there are told it's the man's responsibility and if they have tried to do it it may have backfired on them which is why they're not really approaching yeah i i can honestly say i've never approached a man yeah and i've never given
2: a man my number without him asking I think I mean more like I put myself close to them in proximity. I'll make the eye contact. I'll like flirt, whatever it is.
0: Or ask a question or something. Yeah, so that you're Yeah, something.
2: Starting exactly. But it's not, I've never given a guy my number or sent him one and a no you know, or like, whatever. You have like a really cute ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they still have to make, the, and I think that's an ego thing for guys too. Like they have to make that first move to feel confident, to feel like they are pursuing and then their masculine one. But we can open the door so they're confident enough to actually
0: make that move. Because it's unnerving. It's scary. It's scary for everybody. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get to some overanalyze this question. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the dictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick.
1: I don't cook and I don't cook mostly because I am really lazy, but not just for the cooking part, but for the shopping part to actually figure out what ingredients that I would need to make a certain dish. I get overwhelmed. My phone has no service in the grocery store. And then I say, forget it. And then I either go get McDonald's or cereal or whatever. It's a sad, sad existence. Recently, Blue Apron sent me this awesome package of three meals for three nights for two people. And it was so freaking easy and so yummy. And I felt like a real adult for the first time, I think, in my life. And I'm 33. So, what they sent me was like a pasta dish, they sent me a salmon dish, and then they sent me a chicken dish. Um, Put the salmon in the freezer, put the chicken in the freezer. First day, made the pasta. It was so easy. Literally, everything is listed. Every single ingredient that you need, except salt and pepper, which who doesn't have salt and pepper, is provided. And you go step by step. You make it. And then you look like a professional chef. I actually took pictures so I can post them on my Instagram to see how fancy I looked. Um, But you guys should totally order Blue Apron because it makes uh, making dinner so freaking easy and yummy. So just go to blueapron.com slash ask women to get three meals free. That's exactly what I got. You get three meals free. um, And they're definitely super expensive type meals that uh, you want for free. So that's blueapron.com slash ask women.
0: To overanalyze this, if anybody does have questions, who uh, is listening, please write them into ask at ask when podcast. <laughs> Ask, yeah, com. okay uh, i hope you're having a great day on your great day when you have time of course i was wondering if you could help me with my situation i easily blush when i'm talking to a cute girl the moment i feel my face starting to feel this is warm, obviously a white guy i panic and <laughs> lose or Asian. thought then i say the weirdest dumbest thing ever followed by turning more red blushing is what stops me from approaching women I've noticed that only when I drink alcohol, I don't care if I blush and become a smooth talker, which is pathetic. What if I see the lady of my dreams in a library or mall and I don't have alcohol in me? Bring some with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to stop relying on alcohol. Any advice will be appreciated. And
1: thank you for your time, Daniel. So he's basically wondering how to not be like a nervous nerd. Yeah. Well, I think you have to, number one, I think put people... In on the same pedestal that you're on. I think that's the biggest danger is the minute you think someone's attractive or possibly prettier than you or something. Right. All your brain just goes Turns into, yeah, into poopy. Well, for him, more so, he's more concerned about the blushing for right now. But I think that this is Right, actually- but that ties into why he's right. blushing. So I think you just have to put the person in a zone of they're not that great yet. How? How do you do it? How do I do it besides alcohol? How do you do it? I don't know.
2: I mean, okay. someone told me, talk to yourself. Don't listen to yourself. And I talk to myself in my head a lot, which is like, I mean, it sounds crazy. But if you want to put someone (laughs) if you want to put someone on that pedestal that you're on as well, you have to tell yourself, hey, I am good looking like those pep talks in the mirror. They work like Mm -hmm. I am good looking. I am this way. I am a great talker. And think about what you have to add to the relationship. I think people get into the mindset of, oh, are they going to like me? Am I going to be good enough? Well, do you like them? Or do, are they good enough for you? Like mm-hmm. shift that mindset from it's not an audition. It's a mutual
1: yes,
0: understanding. Exactly. It's a mutual audition. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. So I, I want to. And also, I think if you don't put any sort of um, like expectation on the situation, That can also help. Like, you don't go into the situation. Like, you can do these things and ask for numbers and stuff like that. But I think if you go into it with, like, my life's the same with or without, you know, if I don't give this person to date me, my life's still going to be the same as it is now, which is functional. I'm fine. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Mm -hmm. So to not put pressure on the situation and to just put it in your brain as an interaction you'd have with someone in the grocery store when you're just asking for the price of something.
0: So let's break this down a little bit more because these are all really good points. But. This can actually become more overwhelming, overwhelming, totally, in the moment. If you're like, "Wait, this is a normal interaction," and then blah, blah <laughs> and then I'm, I'm an amazing talker and I bring a lot to the table, like because that that's going to put more pressure on you. So how do you, so how do you practice doing these things beforehand so that you are more calm before you even get into the situation to talk to a woman that makes you blush? So I love what Clancy was saying um, about having the list of awesome things about you. Any client that I work with, if I start hearing them say negative things about themselves, or like talking about why they can't approach or why they wouldn't be good for X girl. I have them make a list of 10 to 20 things about them that I think are awesome. And typically I start the list for them and I say, one thing I know about you in our five minutes of talking is that you are um, a go-getter. I also know that you're somebody who isn't uh, okay with the status quo you want to improve yourself constantly you've and i also know that you're able to reach out for help so anybody who's listen, listening to this show all of those things also cover you and they're wonderful things about you and wonderful things that will be amazing in a relationship because because again you won't get comfortable and you'll always be seeking to help make things better or at least just enjoy your life and again not get get to a comfortable plateau so i have them write this list of 10 to 20 things and i have them read it to themselves every day, one, two, three times a day until they start to own it. And then I have them keep that list in their back pocket, either on their phone or literally on a piece of paper in their back pocket so that when they do see somebody out in the open, they'll already
1: have their confidence
0: muscle working a little bit and on quickly recall I can totally see them. that
1: note getting like in the washer. Like, right. And they're like, Mom, out. Yeah. what am I, I, I that? again? I don't know. Do I know how to talk? I don't know. I'm a blurred blue pen. Right. But
0: then in that moment, at a certain point, you don't even need to Pull the list out because you know it off by heart. It's a, literally like a magical way to get that confidence back in your body, and just to remind yourself that you are confident. In terms of the blushing and getting rid of that, some people just blush, and you can use that in your interaction. You can like, wear see? a mask
1: and a turtleneck.
0: Right, that's no a good I one. See but it. how? Okay, so as a comedian, how would you call attention to the blushing and make fun of it, like
1: in a funny way? Oh, like see what you're Well, doing I already did me? the white thing. I'd probably be like, "Oh my god, I am so white. Like I'm such a white person." If like, <laughs> this is what happens,
0: but that, but okay, but you're def- you're diffusing it. Yeah. Right, a little bit because you're calling attention to it, which is calling attention to the elephant. Like I'd be like that
1: Indian dude over there, just as nervous as me, you just can't tell.
0: <laughs> See? Like that's yeah. But that's cute. Right. I think that's really, really cute. Yeah. Okay. And what Nancy, what do you think? This is actually gonna be like
2: <clears throat> my background is actually in
0: science, so this is super sciencey. But I forgot that about you. Know, it's super weird. So Nancy's gonna write a book for me very soon about dating younger women. She's I'm very excited. fantastic. So write a book for <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. I wanna I want more women writing books. You should write about like uh dating comedians. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but for you? For my what, For by, my company. But is it by her? It's going to be with by your her. Name? With she my ghost? company's
0: name. Nope.
1: Oh, cool. All well, right, she wouldn't be it. much
0: of a ghost if I was telling people. <laughs> is she dead? Is she writing <laughs> She's it from the dead. grave? No, I want more people writing because I don't want just my opinion anymore. I don't even know what sliding into DMs means. How the <laughs> fuck am I gonna advise people anymore? Anyway, continue, please.
2: Anyway, so there I was reading this book called Drunk Tank Pink, and it's about how certain things affect you. Have you read
1: the book? No, but oh, I love the name. So good. Anyway, <laughs> like, yeah, read, <laughs> yeah. <I read.
2: laughs> yeah. It's basically about how things affect you that you don't notice, and they actually specifically talked about blushing and the color red, and how when you think that you look a certain way, you are much more awkward, and someone doesn't actually notice those things about you so they actually said when you're more flushed, which is why women wear blush but it's the same for men when you're more flushed subconsciously people think you're more fertile and for men for hunter-gatherers when you're a hunter you're more flushed because you're actually going after game so it's more attractive if your entire face is bright red okay no
0: maybe that's not not it
2: but when you have those (laughs) subtle things
0: you just killed a lion like that's what you're thinking like when
2: women or men see anything that's red on you like a red dress that's why men are more attractive it is actually attractive so at least tell yourself even if it's not 100%
1: true tell yourself like like, oh this is fine I'm fucking sexy yeah I'm not trying to bring up the like white thing again I'm like hi I'm back with the white people thing (laughs) but what about like African people from like African descent and they like you can't see when they're flushed and I'm not but like how is that the same biological response because you know what i mean that's yeah. weird is it just well, that's for white why they people? wear a red shirt <laughs> when they're hunting lions in the in the 800 bc I mean, yep. era he just puts on his no, red can still blush can yeah still blush. i know you can still like blush a little but i just feel like it it just is interesting that the science <laughs> it seems more like a parent so science people. is racist
0: yeah.
1: Well, okay, but oh when God. you're, it's, it's me. It's,
2: it's, it's who it is. I'm dating. Oh, I, I was almost engaged to a black guy, so I
1: feel like. <laughs>
2: you were? Yeah. Anyways, um. So like I also too.
0: <laughs> my husband's half black.
2: <laughs> so it's we're fine. All, all these people. White girls are gonna. <laughs> I know all these white girls are like no, it's justified. Yeah. Um. No. Honestly, well, to speak to that, like, when you're in that hunter gatherer community. We, as maybe white women, can't tell when you're blushing, but when that is your ethnicity, then you know, like, you know those cues. You know what they look like. Right. But you can notice. And also, this is really gross, but when you kill an animal, you have
0: blood on you, so that's red, so that's all right. Thing. that's where they get the, the red from. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Okay, interesting. this is all really interesting. So basically, Daniel, don't worry about blushing. W- what you should worry about is the worrying about blushing. Right. That's what's going to bite you in the ass every single time, and I know that with alcohol it becomes a lot easier because you don't give a shit about the blushing. But some of these things we've talked about in the past, like five minutes, will definitely help calm that nervous feeling, especially just announcing the elephant. And I love the lines that Kristen said; I thought they were really
1: yeah, cute. Yeah, another one is like you were just you just ran you just you're done running, but you ran in your street clothes. Right. And you're really hot. Exactly.
0: But it's even in the delivery of how you're saying it. Because you're saying, I know that this is like kind of bullshit what I'm saying right. to you. But you know, I'm, I'm right. here to talk to you. Right. Instead of covering up being like, I'm nervous talking to you because my face is bright red right
1: now. Yeah, you call that shit out.
0: Exactly. Okay. Next question. And then we're going to wrap up the show. What
1: does a woman mean when she says maybe? No. Does that mean that? I mean, if, okay, take the cues around it. If she's like twirling her hair and like touching you maybe. and she says maybe it's like a flirtatious come on
0: mm-hmm.
1: if she's like not doing those things and says maybe it's a i don't know how to say no politely okay what do you think
2: yeah i mean i think it's also within the context of like non-verbal cues are incredibly important which is what you just said but what was the question leading up to that like, right exactly does it warrant a maybe if not and she's giving like, you a maybe can we
1: uh do it in the you know like maybe <laughs> like that's a like
2: maybe time, if you yeah. can convince me
0: to do yeah I'm
2: drunk enough. exactly so i, I think it, it so you have depends. to pay attention to the
0: subtleties again which exactly not very good at doing no not at all and there, I there think- should be an app that like you can hold the phone up to a woman, and do they say, say that line again? <laughs> like, and then it tells you the level of their voice or something. that could say, "Okay, she's flirting." Right yeah, now. and and don't even like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think even too, it's always good to call out and kind of poke fun at it, which mm-hmm. is like, "Oh, so this is like a maybe?" Like, you want me to ask again? Because they will, or, and then that's a good response, saying yeah. like,
0: "Okay, like I don't understand what you are saying to me." Yeah. this is like a maybe, like push harder to have you and go it, do it in the bathroom shows, too. Or? That like
2: you respect that if they say no, they can say no, and that right. no is an option.
0: Okay, interesting. Kristen's like, I'm done. That's all I got. Well, then we're going to do one more question. Okay. Uh, I love your podcast. I th- Oh, Marnie, I think the way that you use your voice is really sexy. It got me wondering, what are some things – of course, I choose this one. Uh, what are some things that men can do to use their voice in a way that's sexy for most women? Hmm. It is interesting because, again, my neighbor across the street who is now uh, dating, she has been complaining – and this is not all women, but – she has been complaining that a lot of the guys that she meets in person or when they talk
1: on the phone sound very femme. Yes. yes. i Have have I said that on the show? I, I've, I'm sure you have. I've gone out with several, several guys that are very, very effeminate. And you don't know that from their pictures. You don't know that from the texting. You just know it the minute they start speaking or you talk. And is it a turnoff for you? Huge turnoff. Huge turnoff. Um, because? Because I'm like, you're, pro- you're gay. Right. You're a gay you're man. You're going to leave me for a man. And, and I'm not a man. Right. And also... You know, you just end up wanting to go shopping with them and that's not like it. A-
0: but let's say they're not gay and they just like grew up in a really well, I, chatty Jewish family. I, well,
1: I, <laughs> so I'm just saying, I know a lot of guys who took I would his- want to marry into that family. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did go out with a guy um, a couple times who I think he's super cute and he's got a great personality, but his voice is really high. And it was funny because he called me. We had never Hi. met. We had been texting. <laughs> and I, it caught me off guard. And it wasn't feminine, it was just, or a, it wasn't effeminate, it was just high, which hi. is kind of feminine. Mm-hmm. And I said, because I, I was totally caught off guard, I was like, I didn't think this is what you would sound like. Right. And he was like, What do you mean? Like, this is, like, to me, him, he didn't realize it what or do you something. Mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so high pitched, my ears were bleeding. Yeah. He's like, Why are your ears bleeding? Um. But to him, he didn't, it didn't phase him. And so, honestly, that was, not a huge turn on but to me that was like oh he's not self-conscious of it which is nice and it's not a hang-up of his okay so that was semi-attractive yeah
0: okay so then what are the voices that you find attractive is
1: it obvious
2: i mean at least for me like low and gravelly is always going to be attractive Mm -hmm. because it is which i just sounded really low and gravelly right there yeah (laughs) but it is male or female like it is always pretty attractive but also i'm and this takes practice but like you know if you say like all the time you can it. teach yourself does. not to do that
0: you, do. at least you can I can't watch the bachelor sometimes because it's oh, every like like like, like, like shut yes. up just edit it out I don't know yeah. why they have it And there. you
2: can you can catch yourself and it takes time but you can teach yourself to do that yeah, or I even myself
0: even or totally or if you that. have a
2: high pitched voice <laughs> I used to have a much higher pitched voice but I didn't like anytime I started doing anything recorded I didn't like it so over time, like I just made a conscious decision to try to speak a little bit lower, and I actually like got some of my friends in on it. and Was like, hey, if you notice, you, yes, this? if you notice me saying like, or if you notice me talking like this,
1: oh, don't do it. I thought you meant you got some of your friends in on it to, for them to talk them deeper to too. I'm like, all right, <laughs> so, so, so her and her friends you guys are out like to brunch, time. and they're like, "This mimosa is delicious. <laughs> Pass me more eggs benedict, like."
0: Uh-huh. All my like, friends what? are super sexy. Like, oh, hey. That is funny. But like let's say, nice but let's say <laughs> 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 let's say you do meet a guy and he has trained his voice to go in that direction. And then something happens where it <laughs> goes back. <laughs> are you like, "Wait, like are you confused? Like is that lying to you?"
1: Um it's not no, uh, it's not lying. Oh, oh, is it lying? Like that's <laughs> like, you his know real how voice.
0: accents when they come out when they're they're drinking, like is that a way? <laughs> like the guy who's talking like this the entire time? Start talking like this <laughs> like, <laughs> when you drink with each other. That would be kind of funny. That would be funny. But like, okay, so these are good. So you can train yourself. That's what speech, I mean, speech I, Exactly, do.
2: and I don't think it's like to go from here to go to there. Right, like
0: make it a subtle.
2: normal, subtle transition. But, but what did what did you do to teach yourself to speak? More? I honestly like, out had of your someone. Like, yeah. How
0: would how, like? I think a lot of people need to hear. What their voice sounds like and what it should hear. Like,
2: yes, uh, I actually had like. someone tell me, "Hey, your voice is like." It was someone I respected, like a mentor, and we were talking about the career I was supposed to be going into, all of that. And, and he was like, "Hey, like your voice is kind of high pitch. Like it's fine if that's talk how it used to sound. I don't even know anymore. This was probably four but it years used ago. For practice,
0: okay. So then, yeah, yeah.
2: And he was like, just think about you're speaking from your head. Think about speaking from your diaphragm, and even just that mental shift. I didn't change anything physically. It just I feel like and. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you feel like you have to squeeze it, but it also—I mean—that it makes you slow down and think about what you're saying too, and so everything you say feels a little bit
0: more grounded, which is all getting like kind of like emotional no, no, hippie. No, no, but no, no, no. but it that does is a good does too to slow down because even when yes. I'm doing my coaching calls with people and I'm, I'm, ex- I'm telling them how to say something to a woman. Right away, I say pay attention to the tone and speed of my voice because I'll go a little lower, speaking for my diaphragm, and I'll slow things down because then you're talking with purpose. Mm-hmm. When I get on the phone with somebody with like a voice like that, it sends shivers down my spine. It, it feels nice to speak to
1: somebody like that. That's interesting because doing my other podcast, Mentally Chill, um, when Stevie and I start, she has me start as well, but mm-hmm. there's no need for any sort of... Um, Happy sound. It's about depression, so it's like I don't want to be like, "Hey guys, welcome to mentally chill, where we all want to kill ourselves," right. you know. So like, I've I've been just being like, "Hey, welcome to mentally chill." I've been speaking slowly, and I'm not really doing it on purpose. It's just that's the that's, that's the tone the tone of the show, and I've been. Listening to parts of the show, and I actually lo- really like the way I sound when I intro that show versus how I sound when I intro the the show. Right. Well, maybe you would get a compliment like I got from. I know because yeah, I because I feel it. like, hey guys, like welcome to Ask Women. Like I feel like, and I don't like the way that makes the tone of my voice sound. So yeah, it, when I slowed it down, it's not that I sound, um, not that I sound um like better. I think it's that the energy that comes through it is more of a confident. Comfortable with your self-tone or something like that.
0: And here's here's a way to practice doing all this stuff. So this is wonderful. So from now
1: on, it's going to be Welcome to Ask Women.
0: Podcast.
1: Podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Typical. You couldn't do
0: it over there. Right? I, know, I know. This it's, is you practicing. It's like a, a brain know, thing. Don't worry. You'll get used to it once we move on to somewhere else and we call ourselves <laughs> like what women want. I yeah. don't know. But the way to practice all of this stuff, and these are like really quick and easy tools. Um, I would say grab a book from off the shelf, if you still have books these days, whatever, go onto a Kindle and have the same paragraph. Slide into your Kindle. (laughs) Slide into your Kindle and take the same paragraph every single day and read that same paragraph out loud, adjusting your voice so you get it to a place that you think is a good place and then record yourself and then, Listen to it and then play it to other people as well, and tell them to give you honest feedback on what they hear. Because then it's like you're coaching yourself. You can hear what's out there. You can see how you've changed and adjusted, uh, and then you get feedback from other people.
1: Was your voice like this before? Because you have a very great voice. I love your voice. My voice has always been like this. Really?
0: <laughs> no, no. I, I thank you for saying that. I feel like I change it once I get onto this show as well. And when even when I'm doing my coaching, when I, when I um step into an authoritative role, I feel like my voice becomes this. okay. 'Cause I I don't probably don't talk like this at home. Okay. I don't know. Actually, I don't know either. Well, I don't know, but you talk to me when we're not recording. Right. Do I talk like this? Yeah,
1: you do. You just have a really good speaking voice. Oh, I think your you. cadence changes a little bit yeah, on the show. I, but I, I slow think the t- the tone and sound of your voice is still the same.
0: Oh, so then I've always had an awesome voice.
1: Yes. You have a great voice. You do. <laughs>
0: thank you. I actually hate my voice. Really?
1: Everyone mm-hmm. hates their voice. I think mm-hmm. it's just we're so unaware of what it sounds like in real life that right. we just I hate can't my name too, it. when
0: I hear like Marnie and it's like Ugh.
1: I, I can't even say my name. Really? Have I said <laughs> that before? <Kristen. laughs> yeah. No, I can't say my name. No. Have I talked about this on the show? No. This has been a huge hang up of mine my entire <laughs> life. When I was younger, oh, oh I'll get there. I'll get to the awkwardness. It's coming, hang. Um, I couldn't say S's for a little while when I was younger. I would. Sp- so Kristen? Yeah. And really? so I can't. It's like my son. It's almost like I have PTSD from trying to say my name when I was a kid, and they had to... Uh,
0: because you'd be like, I'm Kristen!
1: <laughs> it's me! It's me, Quentin!
0: <laughs> um, so, I think... Oh, that's what I'm... I'm doing that to my son, because he can't pronounce certain letters, and so I'll say, what are you saying? <laughs> I can't understand you, and he'll scream <laughs> back at me, I'm like, I don't know what you're saying!
1: But it's caused me, like, a lifelong of, of uh, experience experiences of trauma, because mm-hmm. even when I go to Starbucks and they say, what's your name? <laughs> I say get, Molly. <laughs> I do. I change my name sometimes. Yeah. Because I usually just say Chris because it's the Kristen. It's like the yeah change, The S and the T. The S and the T. I can't get right. So like what I want to say is Kristen. Like Kristen. Yeah. And when I say, cause they'll say, what's your name? And I say Chris, Kristen. They're like Chrissy. Yeah. Like they, and they'll, and oh, then I, I never get, get self-conscious. Right it's almost I mean, like they don't. But it's almost like the blushing guy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm so aware that I'm going to screw it up that I'll screw it up because I'm thinking that. Right. So whenever anyone asks me my name, it doesn't matter if I'm drunk or, you know, like, feeling confident. I will get so nervous about saying my name.
0: That's interesting. Yeah,
1: Kristen. I can't, Kristen. I have to think so hard about it. But it, what's weird is because I think it's a I hate myself thing. Because if I talk about a girl whose name is Kristen, I don't have a hard time saying it. Really? Yeah, it's weird. And Weirdo. I, I've always wanted to, like, just change my name to Chris because I can't deal or my middle name Lee because I can say Lee Lee is right. easy it doesn't make me hate myself and and have bad memories like so I've you. always I've always battled with keeping my name and actually a long time ago in a hosting class I asked should I change my name to Lee and he was like, no, Kristen Carney's a great name. It and is I'm a like, great name. But I can't for say those it. who can pronounce it. Because even going to <laughs> auditions, you have to slate, which means stay, say oh your name. Oh, my God. So
0: you're already setting yourself up yes, for so, nervousness so at an I, audition. So
1: when I... Change your name. I know. I really genuinely joking, have wanted to. do
0: exactly what we said for
1: the practice. last time for Daniel
0: Practice. Yeah. Just Kristen. 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 But then my
1: face Carney. makes weird face, like my lips go But maybe wide. then they'll
0: remember you. Oh, that weird face girl? Yeah, have her come back. Yeah, that's a she way I want to start off our of relationship. Yeah,
1: it sounds great. That's a great place to yeah. wrap up the show. Perfect. Clancy,
0: where do people find out more about you so that they can be matched up? Yes, uh, go to
2: 3dayrule.com. And they can register to be a free person? Yeah, you just say start now and then when it says how'd you find out about us say a matchmaker and you can pick my photo oh you guys don't know what i look
0: like no yeah <laughs> this is a podcast yeah. <laughs> try picking your photo and if you get it you get a free well, match what?
1: what voice do you think that's what face right,
2: exactly it's clancy i'm the only clancy on there right okay so there's a name as well plus if you want to know what i look like that's how you do it right exactly is your real
1: name clancy i'm so jealous i, know, I love that name.
0: freaking name
1: it's a good name. clancy what's your last name Clancy Cobble. Oh, <gasps> that's a great name. It's like Clancy Connors. I know it's a waste on a matchmaker. She should Ugh. be
0: like an actress. Yeah, I'm just hate no, you. It's a great name. Sorry. Okay, so three date rule. Three day rule. Three day rule. Yes. Sorry, I'm horrible. It's fine. Three, I said three date rule. Three day. But that actually but makes now they sense. know. Yes, exactly. Three day rule. That's where they find Clancy, and also they will find Clancy very soon. Um, in my. A uh, product section because she is Woo! going to create a program for me about dating younger women. I mean, I could write that program because I'm still <laughs> in the younger women category, yeah, right. but Imagine, I just got told I don't tech wise. You're anything. in the older lady right, exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm in like the 60 plus category. Yeah.
0: Okay, and Kristen, what is your new podcast that people should be listening to if they're depressed or if they're not depressed?
1: Listen to Mentally Chill C H parentheses I L L parentheses. Close parentheses. Gotcha. So mentally ill. It's all about uh, depression and stuff like that. And that's with Stevie Ryan. You can find that on iTunes and follow me on Instagram at Chris Karn. K R I S.
0: Chris Carn. Okay, I have Chris. to change. Uh... Yeah,
1: I, yeah, it confuses everyone. Actually, Greg Fitzsimmons. on um, whatever. He just wrote Kristen Carney on Instagram, and I felt like such an asshole. But I'm like, it's actually Chris Karn, Chris Karn. because well, Kristen Carney was already taken.
0: Oh, why. gotcha. Okay, well that's and also
1: because I can't say my name.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. But that it's you Kristen do that. Carney on Twitter. Okay, that's because it's written. Other people have to say your name. Anyway, new episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday. Don't be a loser. And download individual episodes. Please go subscribe so they just automatically come to you and you can hear our beautiful voices every single week. If you want to write in questions for overanalyze this, write them to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. And we will see you guys next week.